Welcome to the Guardians of the Flame podcast, everyone. And uh, it's a real privilege this morning to be interviewing Moya Brennan. So thanks, Moya, for coming along and being it's here. an absolute honour for me, Johnny, to, yeah. to be talking to you. And yeah. it's fantastic. Thank you. Yeah. So we're this is um, in the village of Ross Trevor, where we are. This is the Fiddler's Green Folk Festival, which is uh, mm-hmm. every year. Um, and last night, Moya and her band Clanad uh, were playing and... I mean, you've played before thousands of people, and last night you were playing in front of two hundred people, and uh, it was real—it was just a real privilege to be there. It sounded amazing. Oh, thank you so much. Well, it's kind of nice as well to play in in such a close quarters, and uh-huh. you know the people are kind of on top of you, and you're yeah, on top yeah. of them, or whatever. And it's just like I think we were all, you, you know, so we were stage. sweat and yeah. bothered and everything, but really enjoyable. And yeah. I think everybody enjoyed it. And it was like it, it's it's nice. I love playing in all sorts of different environments, and mm-hmm. it isn't. You know, it's not about playing to big audiences. It's last night is really for me what it's about Uh, because, you know, we grew up. My father opened a pub in 1968 and uh, what it meant for us was um, mics and stage and whatever. Mm -hmm. So when everybody used to leave, we used to just, you know, we were back, you know, from I was in a boarding school in Sligo and whenever we had holidays, we'd just get up and rehearse Mm -hmm. and, you know, and and so we were kind of used to that environment. So music in a kind of a pub environment, in a small environment is very Yeah, in a small, yeah. it's it's been wonderful and you know my father was a singer songwriter I mean he opened a pub but never drank yeah. or smoked in his life Is that right? but uh, that I right? think it was a good job <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. but um, it, it's been amazing and I still perform there uh-huh. I had a release um, a, a, an album there just last weekend uh-huh. myself and Cormac DeBarra another harp player that's been playing uh-huh. for me, with me for 15 years uh, and uh, we just had a great gig and, and so yeah. I love those kind of intimate yeah, kind of yeah. places and you know yeah it was amazing and, and I I don't know how your harp sounded beautiful last night and I don't know how you, you kept it in tune or you know because it's a good sturdy harp heat, yeah <laughs> the, the heat and the atmosphere I, I, and moisture it must be a nightmare to kind of well it, it is but it's it's one of the reasons that um I, I suppose I have this harp it's a salvi harp they're Italian okay. um and it's a good harp to kind of take on the road <laughs> as far as it's a hardy harp and right. it does it's yeah. very good to stay in tune and that really is a big mm. plus for me yeah well um, Moya um we don't have a long time this morning, so I, I just want to touch on a few things. I suppose this podcast is looks at the themes of, of peace, reconciliation, of faith, and we're trying to just profile redemptive figures, um, whether they're church leaders or musicians or artists, um, who are embodying a kind of a faith that is healing and offers hope to the world, you know? Mm. And, and so it's lovely to, to interview you because I think when I was... I've known of you for many years, um, and when I think of your life, and when I was reading a bit about you in the last couple of days, you know, I see your love for the environment, um, love and involvement in the world, and parts of Africa, Congo, and Rwanda, uh, love of the Irish language, but also love of of faith and and mm-hmm. Jesus, and 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 I think that mix is actually something really beautiful for Ireland right now at this time. I, I think it all goes well together, yeah. you know, because uh, God gave us. This, you know, this country, this, mm. um, this, this world, and uh, we should, you know, it, it's precious, mm. and so we abuse it, uh, uh, you know, uh, for material things, mm. uh, which is a shame. 
But um, but it all ties in for me. I you know I am very aware of the environment, but I'm also aware of of, of God in my life, and it's really changed my my outlook mm-hmm. on things. And and mm-hmm. you know just I mean I was brought up in a Catholic home, mm-hmm. fantastic Catholic home, and you know I got involved, and my mother was the choir master, and my uh, father was the organist. Mm-hmm. So you know that was all soaked in at a very early age, and you know and then when you sort of go to the likes of you know you go to Dublin to college or whatever you kind of think oh freedom and you think you know I don't need that but of course you do (laughs) but you don't realize that until you know later Uh on when when you know um you just need it in your life for guidance for everything and everything about you and it's just like you know it's when I get up in the morning to know that there's somebody there mm. um, with me is just amazing, mm. you know, and it's not a preachy thing. It's just yeah. the fact that God is there. You can talk to him every morning, uh, anytime during the day, mm. but particularly it's a lovely way to start the morning, mm. which I like doing. And and, and just, you know, the, the day goes Okay, you know, mm-hmm. you just, uh, I mean, mm-hmm. for me anyway, and my life has really changed a lot, but particularly I met Tim, my my husband, um, and he's from Cambridge. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I was kind of, when I met him, um, I was looking at that time. I mean, I'd come to a stage in my life where, um, you know, I, I was the lead singer with Clannad. Mm-hmm. We were doing really well. I was a party girl and everybody thought I was really happy and everything, but that was the out outward at me mm. um inside i wasn't really that happy you know i made a mess of my first marriage and and it's just you know you kind of start reviewing your life and when you wake up from kind of a mm. you know a, a drinking night and you kind of say to yourself what am i doing mm. you know there's more to life than this and i just um and you know, I really have to put it down to the fact that the Lord, mm. you know, kind of all mm. of a sudden, Tim, who's mm. a photographer with the New Musical Express, and he wasn't meant to be the photographer originally coming, but he, he was sent with a journalist to Donegal and um, fell in love with Donegal and then fell in love with yeah. me. But but he was a Christian. Mm. Um, and, you know, I really believe that the Lord... Um, walked me into that you know and it was a it was a trying thing Mm. because it was very different to to how I was brought up Mm. and you know when you first become a Christian as well you kind of you think you know you're you know you'd like to bash people with the bible and everything Mm. and it's not about that Mm. at all it's like you know you have to just relax in the whole thing and realize you know the simplistic way Um, mm. that we were told how to behave. Mm. I mean, Jesus told us all that. Mm. Um, and it really is about that. Mm. We've complicated the whole religion thing yeah. so much. Yeah, um, yeah. And, you know, for me, it's, you know, maybe I look so at it a, in a simplistic way, yeah. but it's really about faith and love and all mm. the things that are important mm. that people love about people, which yeah. is gentleness and kindness and patience mm. and, you know, uh, goodwill and all those kind of things. That's what everybody wants mm. to be, um, really, you know. I, um, I, I would love to, uh, I'd love to talk at, at length about all of these things, uh, but given that we don't have a, lot, a huge amount of time, um, I would love to hear you sing and uh, uh, 
what would you? We were talking about a song that you could sing, and wow, what goodness. would you think? Um, I've so, like you could sing you know, about I've twenty thousand songs. <laughs> now, I have a, a, a huge, you know, I have amazing opportunities to to do. I mean, nineteen albums with Clannad, nine of my own, three with Cormac DeBarra under the Voices and Harps and whatever, and I've sung with so many different people. But um, you know, there's certain things that that come to mind, and there's you know one of my favorite hymns, and I know this. It's not supposed to be all Christian mm-hmm. today, but mm-hmm. is uh, Be Thou My Vision. And my mm-hmm. grandfather, who used to translate a lot of our songs, Joni Mitchell songs and mm-hmm. Beach Boy songs and that, he, he did a lovely translation of Be Thou My Vision. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I love singing it. It's a beautiful song. Mm-hmm. So I'll sing a verse of that. Ah, it'd be lovely. Be yeah. some <laughs> It's lovely. <laughs> wow. It's so lovely. It's yeah, a beautiful yeah. melody in that, you know. Tell, tell me about the Irish language and how important it is to you. In, well, kind of... I grew up mm, speaking the language. Speaking I learned, Irish. I went to school to learn uh, to, mm. to learn English. Wow. So, um, so it was just all around me all the time. Mm. And I feel very privileged because you meet so many Irish people now mm. um, that sort of say, oh, I wish I did more Irish. Mm. It's cool and mm. that. But no, I, it, it's, it was surrounded by songs, Gaelic songs and the Gaelic language and everything. And it's this, the environment itself it, it's beautiful some of the the Gaelic songs um are, are beautifully written and use nature a lot to mm. express their emotions mm. um which I love mm. um but there's just so many beautiful songs down so you can imagine for hundreds of years I mean mm-hmm. I sing songs that are you know 500 years old mm. um and I'm sure they've changed and moved along as as they they would but you know we used to collect we used to go to old people's homes and mm-hmm. with the tape to tape reel you know and mm-hmm. and um you record songs they 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 uh, give us the words they tell us the story of the song mm-hmm. first which is really important mm-hmm. to them then the words and then the melody was the last thing and then they'd say now go and sing it your own mm-hmm. way and I thought you know that was really really important mm-hmm. and I I was never considered and I never considered myself as a traditional singer as such mm-hmm. um, because there wasn't that background in mm-hmm. my family I had the Gaelic songs mm-hmm. but um, you know some of the, our great traditional mm-hmm. singers have it's come down from their aunties and uncles mm-hmm. and mothers and fathers and when we were growing up my father you see had a show band and it's really amazing we're sitting mm-hmm. here and I'm looking across at Carlingford yeah. and that's when my mum and dad eloped and married right? in Carlingford yeah. and my father's show band was called Sleeve Foy mm-hmm. which is right across the road oh, there, you wow. know, or right across the water yeah, there. Yeah. Um, so this is a very, very important place for oh, me. Wow. Um, but, it, you know, so we grew up with the, the fusion of like listening to him, uh, you know, in the front room, you know, rehearsing mm-hmm. with his band and anything from Emily Brothers to Nat King Cole to Elvis Presley and that yeah. and singing in Irish. Okay. Um, and I think the fusion of that is really part of ah, Clannad. That's and why pe- if got, you do yeah. that, then you kind of all of a sudden realize that the, the fusion is there. Because yeah. years ago when we were growing up, um, there weren't places to learn traditional 
um, instruments mm. as such. And if, as I said, if you didn't have it in your family, you weren't mm. going to learn it very well. Now there's just cultist schools mm. everywhere and workshops, mm. and it's brilliant. My own kids went to to a cultist school and and, and learned the fiddle mm. and pipes and things, and and it's wonderful. Mm. Um, so we didn't venture into what we did was picked up the instruments that my father had in the band, the double mm. bass and the guitars and the percussions and that. But my father sent me to Sligo to boarding school. Um, because he wanted me to learn the harp oh, wow. and I hated it at first oh, wow. <laughs> because the only image you had was this Colleen kind of yeah. like singing you know yeah. you know mellow the moonlight you know singing you know <laughs> these spinning wheel songs yeah. and that and I just hated it and it was only when when it, you know starting to play with Clannet and using the harp mm. as an instrument for the, within the arrangements and mm. riffs and things like that yeah. that I really Loved it, yeah. and and that's how I kind of got the the graph for it. Because it was amazing <laughs> last night watching you. Um, I had never seen you live before. Um, but I actually had seen you live on oh, your really? own once. <laughs> Not a concert. It was like a an event in called History Makers in about two thousand that you spoke at in Belfast. But, oh my gosh, uh, you've probably forgotten. <laughs> and, uh, but um, but it was amazing to see the band because it, there was such this fusion of of beautiful Celtic. Mm. traditional music on one hand then going into kind of rhythmical at one point jazz you know at one point I thought Mm. you could be in a club dancing you know like it was the rhythm was so kind of driving in the bass and it Mm. was but then you've got the harp and your voice it was just an amazing because we're a family as well you see that that we it's one thing we discovered we loved harmonies Uh and we the blend within the the, within the family Mm -hmm. because it's just you kind of know each other and mm-hmm. you kind of the voices just seem to blend together mm-hmm. and it's something that we I suppose we 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 kind of you know mm-hmm. delved into um mm-hmm. and enjoy very much and it's become part of the clanet sound uh-huh. um but when people do ask me you know where where'd you get the sound and I say just go yeah. to Donegal yeah, <laughs> and just yeah. you know if you look at the environment in Donegal I think very much yeah. we've included that yeah. Within the sound of climate. Yeah, yeah. Now, um, obviously in our documentary that we made, we the, the first one we were looking at Northern Ireland and the mm. conflict here. Um, obviously you, you've never lived here, I don't I don't believe, but in, in the north, you know, of Ireland, but, uh, well, <laughs> here in Donegal, <laughs> uh, the, people not from Ireland that were listening to this won't understand the complexities. Well, you see, of, yeah, because when I say, <laughs> you, you know, go they down say, south, go we, north to the south. You know? Yeah, because when I, when people yeah. say, what part of Ireland are you from? And I said, I'm from the north. Oh, you're northern Ireland. Yeah. I said, nope. Yeah. I said, um, well, well, but I'm an Ulster girl. Well, then isn't Ulster yeah. Northern Ireland? Yes. And I said, no. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah. the, obviously people find yeah. it, you know, difficult to understand the, yes. the you know, the, the history yeah. and the, um, the, 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 the land yeah. kind of the divisions. The complexity of words and language and stuff. Yeah, but growing up in Donegal was, um, it was a county that was very involved, really, because mm. we're so closed off mm. from everywhere else. And um, it's kind of, I grew up really with... Um, you know, um, with a lot of northern people going to Donegal, um, mm. both sides, you know, mm. Protestants and Catholics, and mm. would come into my father's pub. And I've mm. seen them singing each other's songs right, and having yeah. fun and everything. Yeah. And I, when I was growing up, I loved ballet. Mm. Now, I did Irish dancing as well, but I begged my parents, I don't know how they could afford it, mm. I'm the eldest of nine, um, to, to bring me to Derry to do ballet. And... Um, I so enjoyed it. Myself and my younger sister then went and we used to go every second Saturday 
Um, and it was, you know, it, it, then we also went to, we, we got to know James McCafferty, who is very much involved in music and singing and everything. And so I spent a lot of time in Derry. And um, when the trouble started, um, we, I stopped going. So right? it did yeah. affect me. Mm. But also, you know, it didn't dawn on me. I think there was a conversation once when I was in the dressing room in the ballet and, and somebody said, you know, oh, something about the Catholics and whatever. And it I'd, I'd never segregated, mm. you know, I never saw the difference before right. that. Yeah. But all of a sudden there was a difference and there mm. was kind of, a, you know, mm. one side thought Barriers they were bad and the other. I mean, we were both, you know, there was yeah. the same. But And then I noticed <clears throat> a lot of people not coming back down to Donegal. And mm. I remember, you know, some friends of mine, actually, um, that used to come to Donegal um you know and and when all this trouble started when we played a, a concert in Queen's University and uh, some really good friends of mine were kind of standing by the door and then at the end they said a brief hello but they didn't want to be kind of seen uh, talking to me because wow. they were Protestants and I was a Catholic mm. and it was and it, it was things like that that kind mm. of Mm. kind of gave me a sense of hey what what's going on yeah. you know what what's the difference here are we yeah. different we're yeah. not you know but it was on really i mean and I, that was at a young age and i kind mm. of i suppose i didn't understand it at the mm. beginning but mm. you know that was Mm. Just, you know, you yeah, kind of yeah. start, you had to. <laughs> and I suppose that's what often conflict does is it kind of creates just barriers and walls. Oh, and, it does. And, and yeah. suddenly, instead of just seeing people as friends you're, or humans, you're suddenly see, seeing them as a label. And Yeah. Um, in your music, you haven't extensively <laughs> touched on the troubles, but is there have there been any kind of songs that come to your mind that... Well, yeah, you see, we we kind of felt because we were very much what we call a cultural band. We never were political in any any way. Um, We kind of, you know, we the Gaelic language wasn't, you know, enough for Mm. us to kind of show that we just we Mm. were that, you know, into the culture and everything. And and we found it maybe a little awkward, you know, Mm. singing Gaelic songs in in Mm. the UK or and hence we went to to a a, a lot of tours in in Europe. Mm. But um, I always remember when we were asked to do the the theme for Harry's game. Uh Um. First of all, we didn't know what we thought it was a documentary Mm. and it was we knew it was about Northern Ireland, Mm. but we wanted to see it because we wanted to see we didn't want it to be biased one side or the other. Mm -hmm. Um, So we saw it at 11 o'clock in the morning or something and it's quite brutal, Mm. some of it. Mm. Um, And what we liked about it was there were kind of it was really based on two men that were both on Mm -hmm. both sides Mm -hmm. Um, and they both died at the end. Mm. Um, and it was kind of the message was that nobody wins in a state of war. Mm. Nobody, mm. nobody. It's not you know, and and so we we liked the vibe mm-hmm. of that. Um, so we said we'd, and it was the 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 writer Jared Seymour who wrote this mm-hmm. the the book. Um, <clears throat> was a guy that instigated a, um, Yorkshire TV to pursue us. He wanted something okay. very different. Okay. And before this, we were really, we had six albums made and a lot of it was collecting old stuff. And so, and because we weren't writing songs, we, all our energy went into kind of arranging songs. So okay. we had great time arranging and hence the sound mm-hmm. came about. Mm-hmm. And I and I, I suppose you would say that, you know, when people talk about Celtic sound, it was us that kind of started yes, that yeah, in a way. Yeah. 
So, um, so with myself and Kieran and Paul, my brothers Kieran and Paul, um, we went into, I think, we went out to Paul's house and the Prophet Five and a tape recorder. And Kieran had an old book uh, of sayings that my grandfather had. And he picked out this one was And it's really like nearly out of the book of Ecclesiastics. Mm. It's mm. like it's like everything will cease to be the moon and the stars, mm. youth and beauty and whatever. And it was just gorgeous. Mm. And it, it just felt fitting mm. for mm. the show. Mm. Um, and so it was really... You know, and, and we did what we thought with a little demo and we sent it to them and they loved it. Mm. And, you know, then when we did the actual recording, um, people were mad about it. But we just, you know, we th- mm. we knew it was really nice mm. or everything. But y- y- it was still an Irish. I mean, we didn't write it to appear on top of the pops. Yes. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, it's like yeah. not in a million years did you think that yeah. you'd be sitting there singing in, in Gaelic. Yeah, um, yeah. And then people asked us, where is the sound? And we... Yeah. We had to kind of stand back ourselves, mm. but the 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 when that happened, and we were in a Ger- in Germany doing a tour, and we had to fly into the top of the pops, and you know, and the three nights that uh, this the show was on, um, the Harry's game, um, there were only four or five stations in uh, you know in the UK and in Ireland mm. at the time, so everybody was watching it, mm. and and the, the you know people started to play it and whatever, and they just it just kind of. Wow. Whatever it did, it reached people, yeah. the sound and everything. Yeah. And it was amazing. And I'll never forget coming in. There was two gigs put in very quickly um, after the German tour. And one was in Belfast, the Ulster Hall. Uh, wow. And one was in Derry. Mm-hmm. And it was just, there was something about it mm. that I just felt that there were, you know, because we would always draw a Catholic audience, mm-hmm. but there were more than Catholics. Yes, there. You know, there yeah. was a kind of a feeling of, a bit of a unity of, yeah. of sorts because of the song and because of the show and because yeah. of everything. So it was, it was, you know, yeah, it was really it was lovely. lovely. And of course, Tommy Sands here in Ross Trevor does an event that we, we hosted it here two nights ago, the music of healing. Yes. And, and I guess the, the idea with that is, um, is music can be healing. And I suppose that was the case with that song from Harry's game. It, somehow yeah, absolutely. It, it, it yeah. brought people together and in, in the yeah. Irish language was something that people could see the beauty in. And Well, the funny thing was, you know, in England, when they were playing it all over the radios and everything, they, they all of a sudden realized that we were singing words. And they thought mm-hmm. it might be offensive mm-hmm. because of what was happening in Northern Ireland. Mm-hmm. So they took it off all the stations in England mm-hmm. for one day until they got the translation. Oh, and of course yeah. it wasn't offensive, yeah. you know. And, and like the chorus is kind of like a mouth music. It's that people thought we were talking about on the dole all the day yeah, or whatever. Yeah. But it's actually mouth music. It's oh. like singing Bipapaloo. It's like fall okay. the dole. It's like it's rhythmical uh, lilting kind yeah. of uh, slow down. Would it work to sing it a bit now unaccompanied or? Oh, yeah. Yeah. It would yeah. because it's a great song. Oh, it's <laughs> a lovely song. Yeah. yeah. It's lovely. It's lovely. <laughs> it is. It stands up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Um, so uh, I wonder, just kind of 
um, we're we're here in Ross Trevor and, and one of the most well-known musical families here in, in Ireland, of course, of the Sands family. Yeah. Um, and uh, and they've produced a, a, such a great, interesting arrangement of music over the years from mm-hmm. uh, warm-hearted songs to songs that kind of are looking at peace and reconciliation or Colum Sands' recent songs about the environment um, mm-hmm. uh, what are you, some of your memories of playing with them back you've played it was a long time ago well know? it's it, yeah. but it's an important uh, event the first time I ever met them yeah. was uh, 50 years ago uh, next year wow. and it was really the first time Clannad got together as under the name Clannad and everything uh-huh. when we entered for this fo- Letterkenny Folk Festival and uh, the Connies from Galway the McGlynn's from Sligo and the Sands from uh-huh. uh, from Ross Trevor. And uh, that was our first encounter. And, uh-huh. you know, we've kept in touch on and off since and everything. And, like, we always looked up to them and we've always yeah. kind of waved at each other on uh-huh. the autobahns in, in Germany yeah. because they, they were doing extensive touring in Europe uh, yeah. as we were and we'd always leave notes and things for uh-huh. each other. And, you know, uh, and it's, it's lovely because they're a family. Uh, and we're a family, mm. and I think that that's how why you know mm. the the importance of that mm. was uh, you know meant a lot to us mm. and meant a lot to them, and um, so it's 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 wonderful mm. and what they've done here, and it was wonderful to be here last night because of that, because of the connection, because mm-hmm. of the kind of the, the circle, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. is kind of, you know, uh, is established yeah. again. And it's yeah. it's lovely, yeah. um, really, really important. And I and I just, yeah. um, you know, I love all of them so, so much. And, and now with the young kids as well, which I, I've had uh, down in Leo's uh, at my Club Yaw kind of shows. And I'm hoping to have uh, Tommy, I think he might come down yeah. and, and do a spot for me. So there's goodness coming here as yeah. well and getting them to do yeah. <laughs> to, yeah. to to um yeah. you know yeah. to come down and 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 extend uh, the handout more and kind of just keeping friendship going yeah. i suppose which is important i mean you know friendship it is so important we get so busy in the world we live in today that we tend to forget you know the two you know family and friendship and it go all goes together under the heading of you know what you believe in as well because that helps it helps you know if there's friction within the family or whatever because forgiveness is such an amazing thing to do and so so important because it releases so much from you it's so hard to do but it releases so much from you when you do that um and you have no idea until you do it Um, And it really helps to heal. Mm. And when you can't forgive, the healing will take a long time if if Mm. it might never happen. Mm. But it's just it it really is difficult Mm. um, if if you don't forgive. And I think it's such a um, such an important word. Yeah. Uh, and particularly in this island as well. Yeah. I mean, I, I know we've all been affected and there isn't a family in Northern Ireland mm-hmm. that hasn't been affected one side or the other. Mm-hmm. But, you know, just, you know, we have to be the greater person and, and to kind mm-hmm. of, you know, stretch out a hand and, and, and just realise that life is far too short. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we, we were born, we die and... We live in the middle, yeah, yeah, <laughs> but yeah. sometimes we don't know for how, how long. And so it's really important for anybody that has anything on their heart that uh, something that stresses them out or whatever. It's it's so important to to just get it get it out, yeah. um, and don't carry it around. Carrying it is so painful. Yeah, you know? yeah. We were um, doing a screening of the documentary that we've made yesterday morning. Um, 
uh, and Anne Sands actually sang at the beginning because she sang uh, a traditional song, Archie Cohen. Yeah, Archie Cohen. Uh, and it's actually the song that's on the closing credits of the of the documentary. Oh, is it? Yeah, because I beautiful song. I, I did it. It is beautiful. Did you? Yeah, yeah. I did. Yeah. I, I love it because it it kind of feels like a love uh, poem to Ireland in a way. You know, it like, is. It is really. It, it's it, it really is. It's. I mean, a lot of songs, and particularly in Irish as well, we weren't allowed to write about our love for the country. So you end up writing about the environment, but mm. really relating it to mm. Ireland, mm. and and to kind of relating it to love. Mm. You know, I mean, a lot of our love songs as well is relating to women, but the mm. woman is Ireland. Mm. Um, so it's kind of you know that's mm. exactly what Archie uh, Quinn is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I, I mean, I suppose as we we made the film and. It, it profiles themes of forgiveness and uh, as you were talking about and love and and people are on in different different stages of that journey you know mm. some would call it forgiveness other people wouldn't mm. um but but realize as we profile those stories it's it's it pictures a beautiful picture of what this land can be like you oh, know yeah. when people uh choose to walk away from labels and boxes and walls and start to build bridges and mm. uh, i suppose just to, to finish with I, I wish we could go on for another hour but uh, <laughs> thanks so much moya for your time oh but, it's it's uh, it's an absolute uh, pleasure yeah. it's, it's wonderful to be here and i just have the opportunity to yeah. to share my view as yeah, well because yeah. you know it's it's all that is important to me and and like we are a great race i mean you know i'm i'm absolutely you know i mean i'm shocked sometimes to realize how important ireland is in the world mm. of all sorts you know and and also you know and very importantly in in faith mm. because we were the island that sent out our you know saints and scholars mm. all around the world yes, and yeah. so it's it's not kind of you know a, you know by chance, mm. that Irish music, look at the size of Ireland mm. compared to, you know, the rest of the world, mm. that people would know mm. and, and love our music every, mm. it doesn't matter where you go, mm -hmm. to go to Asia, mm. go to, of course, Australia, New Zealand, mm. a place like that. But there's parts in, in Europe and, and um, you know, South America. They love Ireland, they, yeah. It, there's, there's, it's crazy, mm. it's a bit crazy in a way <laughs> that, you know, I kind of, the Lord has us there for a reason, nearly, yeah. and we should. It, it'd be great to be able to stand up and show mm. what we can actually do in mm. reconciliations mm. and things like that. Mm. We have an amazing opportunity mm. because people look at us culturally as being such a treasure, mm. um, and we are. Mm. And you know, and we're very proud of it. Mm. And and but we're we're a friendly race. Mm. People mm. love coming here and everything. Mm. So it's just stretching a little yeah. bit more, and yeah. this would be. It, it's what it's known to be, the Emerald Isle. Yeah, yeah, and I think your music is is really pictures of the best of Ireland, and it and oh, it, and, I, and I think for me, I grew up in a kind of a Protestant environment in the north, even though I was a New Zealander. So I, I imbibed some of the prejudices that mm. we got, you know, and uh, the Irish language or Irish sports. You know, we didn't get yeah. that, and it's only later life I'm seeing the beauty in it. And and so your music and your life, I think pictures so, so much of the beauty of Ireland and oh thank you that's we, really nice we could go on but we should we should probably finish <laughs> okay. it there you've got a long drive to Donegal but Moya Brennan thank you so much thank you